Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Can't Tell Us Nothing show. Thank you for yeah. tuning in. The sounds you're hearing are the sounds of the Can't Tell Us Nothing improv group out of Houston, Texas. This is a wonderful foursome that you are about to witness here. In this group, we have people like Amici. Welcome back. We have people like John. <laughs> Never left. We got Tandy. President accounted for. That's right. And then you have myself, Antoine. And what this is, what you're tuned into is a Can't Tell Us Nothing show. It's a show we, where we take opinions, topics, discussions, turn that into improv scenes around the spot. We just make it up based on whatever we're talking about. You'll get it. Uh, today, actually, I had something I wanted to discuss. It's something that I've been thinking about for a while. It, it, it's something How long that, have you been thinking about, Antoine? That's a good question, Don. That's a good question. I, it's something I've been thinking about for a long time, but I haven't really found the words to like put it into an argument. And I don't know. I think I think with the whole pandemic thing and and countries pointing at other countries and all that made me kind of think about this a little bit more. And what the topic is is repping your hood, right? And your hood can be your neighborhood. It can be your city. It can be your country. Uh, but there's a lot of people who put a lot of emphasis on where they're from and where they live and why that's important and why you should care and why you need to send us money or send us resources because we live here. And I think that what I, here's, here's, here's where I stand. Yes. I'm curious where you guys yes. come yes. in. I think, I think people put too much emphasis on that and we need to be a little bit more mobile a little bit more able to move around embrace the world a little bit more feel don't feel as locked down or anchored to a specific location and if you need to move for whatever reason have that freedom have that mobility to to go somewhere else and live somewhere else for a while and don't think that it takes away from who you are that's where i stand spoken like a man that uh i did not identify uh, uh being from a leaf when i first met you you know you <laughs> You struck me as somebody that was just from all over the place. I think I even probably thought you were military. I'm serious. When I first met you, I was like, he's like nondescript, no whatever. Let, let me ask you. So so A-Leaf is in the southwest part of Houston, mm. uh, which is where I was born and raised. Uh, so so what, what are the traits of a person from A-Leaf, Tandy? I, yeah, I don't know. But uh, I think... Um, I don't know. You didn't have enough Southwest in your style for me. What's Southwest? Specific shoe styles and specific clothes that they wear. Where you talking? Some slang? Yeah, I think it's I think the, so. the type of slang, the Southwest <laughs> slang. It could have been. Um, I don't know. I mean, I didn't throw up the West enough. You didn't. <laughs> it, it didn't. You know, when I, when I found out that you were from here and from a I was like, oh, that's odd. Um, so one of my favorite rappers. Introduce yourself as such. I'm sorry. Go on. Isn't uh Toby? Yeah. A leaf mm -hmm. to SWAT, right? Yep. He raps it all the time. Oh, so I mean, hard. Is he kind of makes you look back a little bit, Antoine? <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't have to tell people specifically that he's from the SWAT. He doesn't have to let the world know. But he just did Dave Chappelle's little born concert, and I'm sure he let them know. A-Leaf was all up in the building. And to put it on what, the you, map. What, what do you say about that? For, I mean, do you not see any benefit from repping your hood at all? Hmm. I think that there is some benefit. I think that, I don't think there's an issue with letting people know where you're from necessarily. 
right? Mm -hmm. I think that people see someone else from a different place, or no, from where you where you're from, and see what they can do. Maybe you know it can inspire, it can open some doors, right? Mm -hmm. What I'm talking about is being locked down to it. What I'm talking about is like. I'm I'm from the SWAT, so I can never leave the SWAT. You know, I'm gonna <laughs> born here. I'm gonna I'm gonna die here. Like that mentality, right? Yes, yes. That's no. I, I mean, growing up in Dayton, I had this. I have a lot of people I knew that will. Most of those people never leave where they were born, so their world is so small that everything inside that little world, um, you know, becomes everything in their visibility. Right? Like if you. Never leave. Like I had the choice. I had the chance to play sports, and sports single-handedly just put me in different cities, meeting different kinds of people, and <clears throat> and how they care about things, right? But I'll come back home, and my partners would shun me because I was not. What do we say? I was I was leaving the city, you know. Like I was like as if the. And I remember even saying like the city didn't do shit for me. Like name mm -hmm. one thing. The, mm -hmm. the city doesn't give a fuck about me. It's never had. I've been arrested. I've been ticketed. Like, oh, I, I still pay taxes. Like, like, what? Why? Why did I need to be so loving to the city? Um, but of course, I think you said it. Like, goes back to identity, man. If your identity yeah. is wrapped up in where you come from, it's hard to let go of a piece of your identity. Um, <clears throat> but I think traveling instantly just changes your worldview. You know, at least it did for me. Really? Y'all don't represent Texas when you leave Texas? I actually love, I love Texas, man. When I go back to Dayton, I, about three days, I'm ready to come back to Houston, where I call home now. Mm -hmm. um, but that's just because I like the mindset, the speed, the culture, the things to do here. I mean, I don't go to Dayton, you know, slinging a gun, starting shit, you know? <laughs> like it's some kind of unspoken battle amongst states, you know what I mean? Like, I, I don't do that. Uh, but it is fun to be competitive from time to time. I would I would say I've dabbled in that space a little bit. <laughs> mm -hmm. What I like about um, leaving, leaving Texas is that when you get people from different Texas cities and we're all outside of Texas, it's easy to be like, oh, you know, Texas, and we identify, and it's like, oh, we represent Texas. But then, you know, in Texas, it's a whole different thing. <laughs> you know, like, we're okay with Dallas people outside of Texas, right? It's like, <clears throat> but then when you get back to Texas, it's like, oh, we don't play with Dallas. <laughs> Austin's just weird. You know, it's all about Houston, right? Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah. We cut, to, uh, we cut to two coworkers going up in an elevator. <clears throat> All right, so uh, once we get into this conference, I want you to know something. Look, I know that you're from accounting and I'm from engineering and normally we don't like each other. But at this conference, we need to represent our company. We need to squash all that and be a unified front or else we're going to be eaten alive here. Can you do that? Not fine engineering or just, just stand over there in the corner don't get so close you don't have to be a unified front yet oh what do you have uh, a certain <laughs> per capita that you need to take care of here in this elevator no do i need I'm to just, send you an expense report for standing in the corner no i'm just saying you know when we're at work you know you guys have waged war against us 
for years, sending stuff back, acting like it's wrong, you know, reporting us to uh, to HR. I and mean, we're sick of it. But I mean, you're sick of it. Yeah. We're sick. We've been put in OT. We've been needing new systems to be financed. And you guys have been dragging your feet while we're trying to get products out the door. See, so, I, I, hold on. The, the elevator's opening up. Elevator's okay. Open. You're not in front. <clears throat> okay. All right. Okay. Uh, would you like to go find a snack table with me? Fine, engineering. Just don't count the steps or... My right name is Antoine. It's not engineering. Okay. Antoine. Fine. Antoine. 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 Yeah. I'm not going to call you money bags here, okay? Don't do it. I'll call so, you Tandy. Please. All right? Okay. Antoine. Yes. Let's go find some snacks. Let's go find some snacks. What do we got here? Hey, 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 hey. hey. Don't start using your finance mind all over the place here. We need to network. We need to represent the company. All right. We need to represent C Ton Corporation. C Ton Corp. It's all about that. Got it. I'm on it. Let's see. Oh, here, here we. There's, there's two guys here. Let's, uh, let's get their business cards. <clears throat> so forward. Okay. That sounds good. Yeah. So I was telling you, um, you know, you, you just submit those expenses to me on time. I won't. I won't keep dragging my feet on your finance system. Man, you know what I love about our, our company, our corporation. <laughs> We yeah, yeah. work together, like no matter what the punk we're from, we see past the differences. We see past it, man. I love yeah. just coming. They just put us together on these trips and we just we just squash all of our departmental beefs right here, here, man. It's gonna be yeah. good. Yeah. It is. Oh, there's, there's two hey. people here. Hello, Hi. hello. Hey. hey. You guys are talking about uh, being, uh, working together. Yeah, we know all about that. We're from oh, uh, yeah. C-Ton Corporation. Here are their business cards. There you go. Oh. Hey. Yeah, you guys. I noticed that um, your business cards have um, two different logos on them. Almost like you know, you got them made at different places or something. Or you know, you're not yeah. united. Yeah. Oh, why, is well, hers, why is hers darker than yours? Yeah. That's a, that's actually that's a good question. Good question. Why? Why? Good yeah, question. it looks the card does look a bit nicer than mine. <laughs> what? Um, I thought this was. I thought what I had was a standard stock. In our company, I guess uh, we recently upgraded. Yeah, I, I, maybe we should order new cards. You just give me those that you have, and we'll just pass out mine. That's okay. Just, just oh, oh, we'll just pass out yours. Yeah, we'll okay. Just my cards. Premium stock. Well, you can have. Um, you can just have this card. It has both our names on the front and back. You guys have a unified, have a unified business card. card? Yeah, yeah. everybody. Everyone who went for our company has their name and phone number. And email oh, address call? on this one card. Yeah, on this one card. <laughs> wow. Wow, how many people are in your company? Yeah. Like 200 or so. 200, yeah. It's so yeah. small. The bond is so small. It's amazing. Yeah. How, so I got I to gotta ask you this. I mean, if, if we just met at this conference, how do I remember who I met? Like, it seems like everybody's on this call, card. Like, how do I not call the right person or the wrong person? Whichever number you call, they'll get it right back to us. You know? Are you serious? Like, any Absolutely. Number? Whatever you they number don't, you call them here. They don't take two weeks to respond to a request? No. I wonder um, what that's like. You mean, yeah. you mean they don't make it a point to have the person who's calling tell them the exact number that they dialed and let them know that they're just one number different? If they paid attention to that one number, they'd be speaking to the person they wanted to speak to? 
You mean if a person makes one small mistake, they don't hold it over them for the whole business year? Is that what you're telling us? Are you telling me that? Are you telling me that despite all the personnel changes and the the influx of new employees, you guys know um, who to to contact? You you actually know a person's name? You know them? Amicia, you want me to take care of this really quick? I can answer. Um, yeah, this. sure. Go for it. Yeah. So every day we have a company meeting and everyone just kind of shares what's what's going on in their lives and their daily work. And yeah, just, this, is this meeting just, by phone? Um, Zoom. It's in person. In yeah, person. In person if, if possible. But yeah. it's 200 people sharing Absolutely. what's going yeah. on in their life? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. It's made us such a profitable company. I mean, transparent as, as ever. HR is in every conversation that we have, so there's no backlash. Um, and hey, man, me and Amici, we've been partners. I'm, I'm in finances and engineering. We work side by side, man. Get stuff done yeah. like this. You mean with, yeah, 200, like this. <laughs> with 200 people, there are no fights? You haven't had to have the cops call in any of your meetings? Not no, one time. Not yeah. One time. Yeah. No I mean, restraining orders? No, no. Mm-hmm. No. Wow. One one time we we they called a cops, but also we could throw us a prize party for uh, one of our employee spouses who is a cop. Absolutely. And he came in, and it was just the best, the awesome. best time. Awesome. What's the name of your so corporation? Good. I can't see it on the. There are all these names. I can't find the actual name of the, of the know, it's, business. Um, uh, Halliburton. Halliburton. <laughs> you made some changes recently. We're, we're a really really good company now. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, which is there was you might have heard of the major cutbacks from the last couple of years. We were some of the original members of the company, so we got to stay on and redevelop the company. So wow. You guys have you guys have shown me a new light, you know? So we shared about us. Um what about you guys? You know, how, how are things at uh, where where you guys work? uh Corporation. oh yeah things are yeah. things are great things are great i mean like yeah we're we got products just you know in the in the pipeline and on, on the on the roadmaps and all that okay. like and you know and and, and tell about finance money yeah you, you see that premium card stock on that business card there <laughs> tell more about the, so, than the card stock so i'm gonna say to you guys are you guys producers and distributors of card stock is that where i'm getting uh, well no i it was uh it was just a really important decision um, that the finance department made most recently to upgrade um, the card stock on the card. And, um, you know, it was, uh, it was how, a... How long, of, did, how long did that decision take to come to you, by the way, Tandy? <laughs> well, um, it took about a week. Uh, it was just an internal decision. But, oh, there was... Yeah, it took a week. Really? Um, a week? Oh, yeah, wow. a whole week. Uh, we were trying to get buy-in from other departments and uh, we finally just, uh, you know, pulled the trigger and made the decision ourselves because, um, you know, other people weren't forthcoming. But you don't want to hear about, you don't want to hear about, uh, you know, our, sure do. Hear about right. our, our, our triumphs. Yeah, we, we're not allowed to necessarily listen to other companies' follies. You know, it kind of kind of corrupts. <clears throat> no, it, it it corrupts the mind. We want to keep our work environment and team as co- cohesive as possible. So, just the fact that you, just really positive. It just sounds like you guys are very disconnected as a company. So, 
Uh, yeah, you guys have been holding good. hands this whole time. <laughs> it's impressive. I'm getting, I'm getting a little cultish feel from it. I, just to be no, honest. It's just, I mean, it's just a good way to, to share positive energy. And scene. Cultish energy. <clears throat> yeah. Ripping your hood could be part of the business as well. Yeah, it can. It can. Um, I, I've i always been a person, I'm not going to name this, these companies, but um, I've never sipped the Kool-Aid mm. at, a, at a job, right? And that's that's a good and a bad thing for me, right? If The bad thing is my first job, <clears throat> they made a bunch of products. And one of the products was um, t- uh, tissue paper for your nose. And um, I was... Kimberly Clark? Uh, no. Procter Gamble? Oh, I'm sorry. Go on. I'm not, I'm not going to name the companies. <laughs> <laughs> but um, those companies were in the ballpark. Um, so, yeah, during the training, you know, I have this, as, as you guys have known, every fall, summer, my allergies just come through. And I'm in sitting in my, you know, rookie training, and I'm just sneezing. And I asked one of the corporate trainers, um, I said, hey, um, do you have any Kleenex in here? Mm. And mm. of course, re- it depends regionally. It depends on how you were raised or how you view it. But I view tissue paper for your nose. I view them <laughs> as Kleenex, right? Just like somebody might use an ear cleaner as a Q-tip, as the brand, right? I wasn't thinking brand. I was thinking I got... Um, about two pounds of snot running out of my nose. <laughs> you know what the fuck I mean. So the corporate trainer didn't even hesitate to go. Um, we don't have Kleenex. That's not our. Co- that we don't make Kleenex. And I was like, okay, with snot on my nose, <laughs> what do you have? Oh, we have tissue paper, and it's called etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. So okay, I, that pissed me off. Right, that was the first strike. I'm like, that makes that, and then again, some people would have been like, John, that's just being petty, whatever. But I get their point. They wanted me to get immersed in what they're doing. And I was trying to just wipe my nose, right? The second strike, and I only give people two strikes. um, I have an allergy to a certain kind of soap that this company made. And I've had it my whole life. If I wash my hands or anything on my body breaks out. And this, this soap is supposed to be so pure. Uh, one day, <laughs> one day I walked in the bathroom because, of course, the company has all their products everywhere, including their soap. And uh, I noticed that soap was in the bathroom. So I go to one of the building facility engineers. I go, hey, man. Um, no, I don't even think it was a facility engineer. I think it was just a, some random employee. Um, because I was too afraid to go to facilities engineer. I already knew what they were going to be on. So I said, hey, man, do you, is there any bathrooms here that don't have this kind of soap, soap X? And that person looked at me as if I had, like, I was like a, like a spy, as if I was, like, asking him for certain secrets or something. So they just walked away, and I was just like, man, never mind. I'll find one. 20 minutes later, I get tapped on the shoulder, and they bring me in the room, and they go, listen, are you aware of the products that we sell at this company? And I'm like, oh shit, here we go again. Here we go again, right? And I explained to them my situation in which they told me at the end of the story, they told me which bathroom, and it was only one bathroom in the building that did not use that soap. 
and I and I want to honestly say, what pissed me off is either they didn't believe me when I said I was allergic to it, um, or they thought I was just one of those troublemakers that want to challenge all the products. Either way, they were wrong, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but going back to the rep your hood, I, I always felt guilty that I never. I knew people that would sip the Kool-Aid there and they were like, that's all they used. Like they didn't use anything else but that company. Um, and I can, and, and it wasn't like they were buying it. So it wasn't like driving the stock price. They were just like, oh, I can't use that deodorant. That would be like sleeping with my another person, right? And I'm like, no, no one's gonna know. <laughs> Unless you are like, you know, Nazis, like, you know what I mean? Like it, it was weird, right? And it was, it was too loyal. There were some people were just too, too, too loyal. Um, big we brother cut, loyal. We cut, to a, we cut to a company meeting. All right, everybody, thank you for coming in this morning. I have a special uh-huh. announcement, a special announcement. Mm-hmm. 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 So as you know, our main product, what is paying all of your paychecks, is adult diapers. This is why we're all here, to change the world with adult diapers. Yeah. Yeah. Now, one thing that's been bothering me for a while, and I finally got approval to do it, is we haven't been eating our own dog food here, if you know what I mean. So what we're doing is we're removing all of the toilets from the bathroom. This company, everybody in this company will be wearing adult diapers every time they work here. We're going to be using these products. We're going to be giving feedback on these products, and we're going to be eating our own dog food here. We're going to love it. Uh, boss. Um. Yeah, sure. You you there in the front. Don't. Uh, what does our R and D team do? Don't they research and test the products? Of course they do. Of course they do. They've been wearing these diapers for weeks, right? Uh, but this whole company, right? We need to tell the world that everybody can wear adult diapers, right? This is this is you know the motto we've been preaching for a while and one thing that occurred to me is if people see you out there in the real world not wearing adult diapers they're going to wonder why we got to answer that question right now well i'm uh, i i think that's gonna enhance productivity because a lot of people in my department spend way too much time in the bathroom and i don't need to tell you that everybody going in there is not doing a number one or a number two there's a lot of lolly, lollygagging in there and there's no lollygagging with a diaper. So I see no that. lollygagging with a diaper. No That's great. Great. Yeah, you get it. You get it. Okay, I have a question. Of course. You there. Um, yeah. Um, is the company going to provide these or we, are we, we have to buy them ourselves? Like, what, what's, How's that going to work? Well, do you feel like our diapers are affordable, Amici? Um, based on what you pay me, no. <clears throat> Sounds like we may have a bit of a problem here. You don't think that our diapers are affordable enough for someone on your salary? I, I mean, I'm, I'm just looking at crunching the numbers. I'm looking at what I'm paid compared to what it would cost to to buy, you know, a pair of premium adult di- you know, diapers um, divided by 30 or for a 30 pack to wear one every day. Yeah, I have to wear like an hour a day to, to afford a diaper. <laughs> huh tell you what how about you start by buying these diapers uh the way that our customers do and then if you have feedback regarding their quality and their longevity you can bring that to r&d and okay, 
talk to your manager about expensing it if you need to. But I think that everyone in here would agree that our diapers are affordable for anyone who needs them or wants them. I mean, I'll just jump in and say I'm wearing one right now. Have been, it. have been since uh, you guys started a, a ladies line. Okay. You know, I was just waiting for more absorbency that would contour and fit the woman's body. And um, when you guys uh, came out with um, She Shields six months ago, mm-hmm. I was like, I'm the first one to get on it. Would, would you mind coming up to the front and showing everybody your diaper? Don't mind at all. Don't mind at all. All right, gentlemen, I'm just going to hike this skirt around a little bit. Oh, Jesus. No, no, no. Take a look at it. Look all at right? this. Come on. This right here is a dedicated employee, everybody. <laughs> you this is have cool. not seen. Thank you. Thank you, Chief. You okay, have I, have not a, I have a question. Uh, are you old enough to do this? I'm really going to be showing our diapers off. Like having random checks all day to see if we're wearing diapers. I don't want to do that. I mean, that's definitely going to cut productivity if you got to check people's diapers. Yeah, I I figured we would just not wear pants. But uh, tell you what, these are good questions. These are good questions. Uh, I've taken up enough of your time. Thank you so much, Tandy. You're doing great work. Um, Amici, can I see you in my office? Okay. Cut to the office. Amici, you like working here? Uh, yeah, I mean, I've made some good friends. Um, Sounds like you have some uh, criticisms. I mean, I say I say them more like ideas, you know? Like, yeah, some ideas. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna go ahead and pop these pants off while we talk. Just Wait, I feel no, like please. <laughs> it's really constricting, and the diaper is uh, just it's better for breeds. But uh, please continue your ideas uh, that are so great. Okay. Um, well, you know, you have the idea of us all wearing adult diapers um, and, you know, maybe the ones that are made by our company don't fit my, my hips very well. And, you know, maybe I, I've tried our competitor's brand and that they're like what? a little bit. What yeah. did you say? You tried our competitor's brand? Yeah. Just to see how they, how they, how they work. Throws a glass against the wall. What? Of course, they're they're inferior. The only brand that you should ever put on your skin is our company's Huggables. Okay, adult okay, Huggables. Adult Huggables. Yeah. yeah. I, if if someone saw you purchase another brand at a store, who knows what could happen? That could get that can go viral on Twitter. We need to lock this down. If you have any of that brand, still, you need to go home and throw it out immediately. Wow, it was kind of expensive. Oh, oh, more expensive than our brand? Throw another glass. More expensive than those glasses that I'm throwing? No, more expensive. You don't have to trash your offer just because I'm upsetting you. You can, you know, just talk to me about stuff and we can work it out that way. The only thing you need to work out is yourself out of those pants and in some adult diapers. When you come in tomorrow, you better have them on or not come in at all. Now leave the room. I need to change. We cut We cut to his house. Hey, Dad. Yeah. I haven't been spending a lot of time with you lately, and I was just wondering if I could just shadow you at work tomorrow. Um, you You want to shadow your dad, your old dad, at work tomorrow. Yeah, I'm just having a hard time trying to figure out what I want to do in life and you know, uh-huh. my dad. So I figured if I 
go to work with you. Maybe it might inspire me what I want to do. You know? Okay. All right. Um, Sana, I've got to um, tell you something that I um, was hoping not to have to tell you. Um, every day you see me pull on the suit and leave the house in the morning. Yes. Uh, as soon as I get into the car, I take my pants off, take my underwear off, and put on an adult diaper and go to work like that. <laughs> if you don't want me to come tomorrow. I look like a big baby. I look like a big baby at work all day. I just wear a shirt, a tie, and an adult diaper. Why? Why, why would you do that? Dad, you went, to, you went to Stanford. I did. Why, why do you want to walk around like a, like a baby, Dad? I just want to... If you don't want me to come to work, just tell no, me right. to come to work. You can come. It's just you have to do what I do. I have to wear a diaper too? Yeah, they, they, make, they make those. Uh, Hunger Wolves makes um, a team, a team line of diapers. I was going to wear my high school football jersey. You want me to wear that in my diaper too? Yes, you, you, you can do that. All right. Whatever you say, Dad. And you won't be able to use the, the, the bathroom the whole day. You'll have to just keep your diaper on it. It's going to feel weird at first. But trust me, you get used to it. Okay. Okay. I mean, if this means that I'll, I'll turn out to be like you, Dad, and have this awesome career, I'll, I'll do it. I'll do it. Okay, cut to work. Oh, there he is, Amici. Oh, you hey. brought your son. Yeah. All right, look at this big, tough, rough guy. Hey, I like those huggables. Thank you. Team line? Yeah, yeah. team line, yeah. Yeah, that's my boy. Now, those are winning diapers right there. Hey, you Dad. Your football? Dad, why is, it, why is her diaper so big in the morning? Oh, she's been wearing it on for about seven months now. She's oh, yeah. Plus, I, I got a really long commute, kid. You know, once you get used to not going to the bathroom, you just really get used to not going to a bathroom. And scene. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Saggy diapers. That's just so big in the morning. Because I slept in it like a baby. <laughs> <laughs> You just see a guy late to work. He couldn't change his diaper. He's just trying to rush in with the same diaper. <laughs> Is that the diaper from last night? That <laughs> one didn't go on. <laughs> diaper, diaper inside out. Like, diaper. <laughs> People are crazy. But back uh, to but yeah, back yeah. to the rep your hood, man. What's so? What's the worst example of a rep your hood that you've ever encountered? That kind of started the tipping point of this thought process. Oh man, I wish I had. <laughs> I had a great story like you do, man. It's just for for me. It's really just about the the amount of I don't know. They they call it pride, right? But the lengths that people will go to either to build up their play hood or put down yours. Um, and I'm just thinking about like, for example, one, one of the stories that comes to my mind, and this is just, this is something I saw, but it was this woman who lives up in Canada or somewhere in the North. And 
she built this like really nice hotel um, <clears throat> in this town, the small town that the natural resources have been kind of draining and there isn't a lot of work. And, but she wants people to stay there because she grew up there and she likes it there. So she like put all this time and money to try to bring back the youth to the city. Because they, what they do is they get up and they leave. They go to school somewhere else and they stay there. And she wants to bring them back, right? And, and that whole movement, that whole idea of like trying to bring people to a place that just isn't good Gosh. anymore. Like it's not <clears throat> growing, it's, it's not producing, but they still want to bring people. They still want to keep people there those initiatives, I think, are overall harmful. I agree. And I think it's probably more about their money than anything. I mean, if she just built a hotel, she sunk a lot of money into mm -hmm. that. And then she didn't do her research, so that's her problem, <laughs> to realize how many people were not coming back. Um, and it's that's unfortunate. Um, <clears throat> I mean, young people, like, here's what I never understood. Like you said, what do you expect? Young people don't want to live boring lives if they have a lot of potential. They want to go and form their own thing or be in a more steady, up-paced environment because they're trying to get ahead. Um, you can't expect somebody with all that potential to want to stay in this, like you said, lackluster city that has no entertainment value <laughs> no, no vacation value, no job prospects, crimes probably going through the roof. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, all, all the symptoms of a, <laughs> of a dying city, you know. Um, why, 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 why would you want some or even a lot of the youth to, to throw their lives away? Um, and cities are not easily to be changed. Like a neighborhood can change in, in 15, 10 to 15 years. You can see a change. Mm. A city doesn't change that easy, man. Like you have a whole political structure that is not trying to give up their power or their whatever. And that's some of the biggest issues of why cities die. Mm -hmm. Don't grow. So, you know, yeah, I, I never understood that, man. I'm, I'm not a... Home is where your heart is, right? Yeah. No, I think, no, I think there's some value to um, kind of return into where you come from. Because if everybody moves away, like who's going to be able to tell the story of what used to be there? And what was <laughs> I, I think about like, I see these old guys, they have these um, on Facebook, these tours. And Miss So-and-so used to live right there. She was a teacher. Mr. So-and-so was right there. And I think, okay, yeah, all these people are dead and gone, but still it tells a story of, of a neighborhood of, of people who, you know, were there. And I, when I think about moving away, I'm, I think less about like a town or city because, you know, I grew up in Houston. Well, Houston did make a concerted effort to bring people back downtown because downtown used to be dead. Mm -hmm. That's true. Nobody went downtown after hours. You left there after you got off work and you kept moving. But <laughs> I'm serious, but Houston made that concerted effort to bring people back. So now you got a lot of young people back in the downtown area for young people. Down. See, there wasn't no old people moving down there. Well, it's not built for old people. Old exactly. People living on high rises. True. And, <laughs> well, well, it depends. I mean, I'm sure there's a lot. Depends on where they are. But, but my my point was, I agree with you. I do think there should be. Um, I mean, I think the burden falls more on family for that. Mm -hmm. I can't. You can't blame a dude. You can't blame Antoine 
for somebody who lives in his neighborhood to keep up with the history of those people. <laughs> you know, like every time someone died, they give him a book. <laughs> this is Aunt Mary's house in her history now. Somebody come asking, they're going to come talk to you. That's just horrible. You know, um, I think it burdens all more on a family. Uh, but, but yeah, but like downtown is a ripe real estate piece of land that could spark economic, you know, abundance and the youth will come in. They're more aggressive with their finances, more ignorant with their finances. Uh, and they have a long time to kind of grow into it. So I can see why they, they try to flash the youth because youth is always about growing development. Um, but I mean, that's just life, man. People move. Yeah. You can still you can move, but you still keep your original location. Like I even like bequeath my my um my upbringing to my children. I'm like you live in Sunnyside. And so in theory, yes, you are Sunnyside, but your mama's third ward. So you got some third ward in you too. So that's, you can see. <laughs> I still want to know what the that's difference that's, that's <laughs> what's the qual what is the qualitative difference between <laughs> these regions? Uh, the city. It's a difference. If you say you're from there, then people know what that means. They <laughs> they envision a neighborhood. They envision a, a kind of a, a not even a, a history really, but just like a an aesthetic that just is connected to like street names and and where you're from. Um, and and again, all of us are south, the Southwest, Sunnyside, uh, uh, Third Ward, Southeast Hobby, all that. We're all under the lo lovely, rich umbrella of the south side of Houston. So we get that. That's beautiful. The problem is those people on the north. Yeah, yeah. That's a whole different flavor. How? <laughs> How? It's country. It's not, it's not, um, please forgive me. It's, yeah, it's, 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 to me, it's, it's kind of country. It's not near the you know, downtown area where the arts are. It's not near any. Uh, like TSU, U of H, we got so all the they're not they got all culture. culture. Not we got culture. all the culture. It doesn't necessarily have, you know, they kind of spread out. They've got little pockets of areas, but it it has its own. It has its own flavor, its own aesthetic. It's different, but you know, but you know, and if I have to choose it, I'm gonna choose a south side. Like if I ever picked a neighborhood, it's so hard for me to even imagine living north. Like I can't imagine somebody giving me a house in North Houston and me being okay with that. But I think I have a, a broader range in the South, like I can go Southeast, Southwest, South Central, you know, Midtown kind of South, and all of that feels comfortable to me. I know that, you know? It's, it's, it's just, it's, it is what it is. I don't know what to tell you, it is what it is. We cut to um, a vet adoption agency. So, Mr. Basie, you are looking for a pup to take home. Mm -hmm. That's right. Well, I, I I got a few over here in this selection. Um, now let me let me tell you something before you walk in this room about these little pups, man. Are they adorable? <clears throat> they're beyond adorable. Man. Oh yeah. I mean they they are beyond adorable. I mean, they'll do anything you ask them to. Why they're obedient puppies? Except they're very territorial. What Can't take. I mean, you can't take the dog out of the neighborhood. Bad things happen. Doesn't know how to act. Doesn't. It's not friendly with other dogs from other neighborhoods. You got to keep this dog in the exact area that he was born in. 
Wait, wait, wait. Is this all the dogs? Is this one dog? How many dogs are we talking about here? Oh, I got about six dogs back here. They're all pretty territorial, man. It's just something, something's going on, man. But just, just let me just introduce you to, to the pups. All right. <clears throat> so you got one right here. This, this is this is little banjo right here. He's my, he's my, um, my West Side dog. You know, the West Side dog. Yeah, he's okay. from the West Side. You take him. He he only likes to stay on the West Side. Of so if you're gonna take him anywhere, you gotta only stay on the West Side. You want to move to the west side? Um, no, no. I actually live in the. Mm. I live in the more central, actually, more in the central Houston. Ah, that's that's not gonna be good, man. He's not gonna do it in your. In your you got a, you got an apartment or you got a house? Uh, we have a we have a small house. Small house this guy's not yeah. serious. He's not serious. Not serious. Yes. What? I'm gonna go to the outside of my cage. I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Bojo. I'm banjo. Let me go to the next. Wait, wasting my time. <laughs> my puppy, <laughs> puppy seemed like he had a bit of an attitude. Well, I don't think his attitude, it's more of a pride in where he's from. You know what I'm saying? He asked me to move to the west side. I don't want to, I, I kind of spent a lot of money just to get that house where I have now. I don't want to move to the west side. I mean, he knows a lot of people on the west side. He probably could have got you a better deal, but let's just move on. Here's my dog. One of my favorite, one of my favorite of the pups that lives here. This is Leslie. Leslie, Hello, Leslie. We, we actually found Leslie in Midtown. Oh, okay, a Midtown dog. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe, uh, maybe Midtown, we can work something out here. But more mm -hmm. South Side, South Side, yeah, South Side, South Side. Then <laughs> Leslie from the South Side. Is that south puppy side. doing the South Side? Yeah, absolutely, side. absolutely. She taught everybody in this in this little place how to do that thing. <laughs> oh, Leslie, she's awesome. That that hang with the South Side. We got some that's real territorial. What's up, though, Slim? How you hang? How you feel? It's yeah, you. Yeah. Talking to me. Yeah, talking yeah. to you. Oh, uh, uh sure, yeah. I'm doing. I'm doing great. I'm doing great. This he seemed like a fun little puppy. He was kind of slow on the uptake, though. He was he oh, was? No. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I haven't really. I haven't seen a dog do the south side before. Yeah, see, he's not ready for. Me off guard. He's not ready for. I, I am so ready Might for a dog. Are you ready? Ready or? It sounds like yeah. I got a. Create a home. I already got some food picked out. I got some toys, some great toys. Toys. Got toys. What? You don't like toys? Every dog. You don't likes have toys. a loft for me? I don't have my own loft? What? Yeah, this, this dog is from Southside, aka Midtown. She has a certain <laughs> standard of living that she wants to be in. I mean, we, we thought you said central, central location. I brought you here. Can you not afford to give her a loft? Um, I don't think anyone can afford to give a dog a loft in a reasonable I'm way. I'm back in my cage. Oh, All right. Do you have a, just a, like a normal dog? Like one I'm going to French's, man. It's bone knife. <laughs> All right. I'll just walk out the door. She's going to be back, man. She's going to be back. They have just a normal dog? Like one that, you know, likes fetch, Listen, likes belly rubs? We don't like to use the word normal here. It's kind of upsetting to the dogs being the their history, they've been bred multiple different types of ways. They don't really know who they are. So their location is where their identity comes from. Get my drift? Uh, I guess so. But if you're asking what dog we have that we don't know where they came from, but we do have a mutt here called Harris. Harris, he's like, he's been all over the place, man. I mean, he only has one eye. You know, we believe 
he's been in prison at some point. Um, he might not have even been originated in the USA, you know, but for all I know, he's still here. He's cool with me. Um, but he's as normal as you get as far as no location. Uh, as far as, no, I mean, okay, sure. I'll meet, I'll meet him. I'll meet Just him. don't turn your back on him. That makes what, what happens if you turn your back on him? You don't want to know what, what happens if you turn your I think back I need on. to know what happens. <laughs> I'm going to be bringing this dog home. Gonna, my back is going to be turned at some point. I mean, not, met, not physically turn your back. Just don't metaphorically turn your back on. You know, he, he's, he doesn't have a home. He doesn't know where he's from, but he does know how to do some very interesting things, okay? Just don't hurt his feelings. Let me, uh, let me just meet the dog. Let me just see okay. the dog. Let's All right. Dog. Harris? Hey. Got some new meat. All right. Uh, hey, Harris, I'm, you want to come home with me? I'm actually looking for a new companion. What's up, man? You, you got a cigarette? No. No, I don't. I don't have a cigarette. And oh. dogs shouldn't be smoking. It's you just, well, well. I mean, I, you're not a I, dog. How can you tell dog what to do? You're in a dog. Yeah. Well, I'm a. I'm a. I'm a human, and you know, we're gonna. I'm gonna be, kind of training you, and no, I'm training you. What? Sit. <laughs> you might want to sit. Uh, yeah, I'll sit. I'll sit. That's fine. Okay. That's fine. I can sit. Okay, um, roll over. Roll over. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, but I'm just showing you how to do it, right? Like, that's just what we're doing here? No, nah, that's not what we're doing. <laughs> you want me to come home with you or what? Uh, yeah, yeah, that's why I'm here. I'm here, to, I'm here to get a dog. The other dog didn't seem to be interested. I'm just um, going to go lock up the front door, make sure everything's okay. I'm going to let you guys stay in here by yourself. I find so it odd you're locking the front door. He's gone. Um, so Harris, uh, again, nice to meet you. Look, I, uh, I have I got some great toys at home. I already got a leash picked out. Uh, we'll get you a collar that looks great on you, man, and, and we'll get you set up. I'm yeah, really cool, excited cool. to be um, friends. What about what about my my dogs? My other dogs? They come with me. Package deal. Uh, what what other dogs? All the other dogs in here. Um, yeah. What about me? We all come together. Uh, sorry, I only have I only have room for one dog. I only I only got the one crate and the I mean, one toy. You just said yes, so we're gonna have to figure this out. Say, so Harris, why don't you put him in the crate and let us take over the house? Like that. <laughs> That's all the good. Crate, crate, and scene. <laughs> <laughs> That's why it's important to know where people are from. <laughs> That's why you don't know what to expect. <laughs> So let me ask you this: If guy, if there was a guy you were talking to, and in the conversation, the it got brought up where that person was from, and they became very defensive about where they were from, what would you think then? Like, would that make you feel something is going on, or or, or just maybe? Who you asking? Antoine. Okay. okay. Yeah. If if they would be if they. If like somebody was like, oh, I don't feel comfortable telling you where I'm from. <laughs> um, I don't think I'd press the issue actually, because <laughs> it doesn't matter to me that much where they're from. <laughs> like, why? Why? If they don't want to tell tell me about it, that's fine. I don't. But it doesn't. It doesn't hang suspicion that that person may not be able to be trusted at all. <laughs> 
maybe, maybe, but that <laughs> I feel like that goes back to like that whole like, where you from, man? No, you gonna tell me oh, where you from? <laughs> what would that be worse, or what? What if you caught somebody lying about where they were from? Mm-hmm. What would that be worse than them saying, "I don't want to tell you"? Let me see. Uh, <laughs> probably because they lied. Yeah, I think uh, <laughs> I think there there is some issue there. They're trying to does seem like they're trying to hide something. Um, but like I said, I wouldn't. That wouldn't be like, oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna find out where you're from because that's that's gonna tell me everything. <laughs> gonna figure out your secrets. Like I, I think I'll just you know let them have whatever they. No, that's have. a problem, man. Identity politics are real in this country. Where you from? You know uh, what what uh, race you are? You know what your background is? All of that, man. You know America's got to know what's what's up with you. How so, you know? So now I want I, I want to put a meet you on the spot a little bit. Yeah. Uh, what hood do you rep, Amici? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good question. Um, <laughs> Sounds suspicious. Uh, I don't know. Like you know, people. <laughs> That's not. Yeah, if you ask me where you know where I'm from, uh, I'll tell them England. Um, but I'm very happy to to rep Texas, Houston. Uh, when, when we travel and, you know, together as a troop and, you know, I'm very happy to be like, yeah, we're, we're from Houston, Texas and, you know, showing people what, what we can do. Um, Don't you think that confuses people though when they hear whatever accent it is that you have? <laughs> like, you know what? Good. Texas? Good. You should stop making assumptions about people. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, but um, yeah, I mean, also, you know, I told about touching this a little bit earlier, but uh, you know, all the places, no matter where I've been in the world, there are crazy people, there are thieves, there are good people. Uh, there are people who want to bring people together, people want to tear people apart, there are people who want to be on top, there are people uh, at the bottom, and there are differences and similarities between people all over the place. Um, and I've noticed that here, some people think that people in other countries are their enemies, but those people are exactly like them. Uh, and they would be their best friends if they were over there in those countries. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. So, so yeah. You're trying to tell me I can have a best friend on the north side? Nah. Ain't gonna happen. Never. Yeah. <laughs> but but it's, it, it sounds so absurd. It does. But I remember my brother. Um, he was spending a lot of time on the north side. My cousins um, grew up on the north side. And I don't know where he went for his haircut. Must have been somebody north affiliated. But he was taking classes at HCC Central Campus. And he told he was going to get his haircut. And I was like, what happened? He's like, this guy in class looked at me. He was like, say, man, we don't cut our hair like that on the south side. So oh, he was going to get, that's like, a north side cut. I mean, it goes back to like the Wheatley Yates rivalry, right? Like, I guess, I guess maybe all of this means something when you have like those historic neighbor neighborhoods when they've got these these traditions and these things that go back for for years, as mm-hmm. opposed to like Sugarland. You know what? Ain't nobody. You know, I mean, Same, they, yeah, there was a little pocket there. You know, Southwest yeah. did have like a couple of pockets of like older established neighborhoods, but I think not not as as I guess as popular or well known as like Fifth Ward, Third Ward, or whatever in Houston, or Fourth Ward at that time. But um, 
but yeah, so uh, you know, you still got that that kind of rivalry uh, uh, to some degree in some areas, and then I think it's just from older neighborhoods. I have a question: Is do you think it is? What do you think about a person who claims the area that they are from, but they don't own any land from? The area? <laughs> Shut up! Then <laughs> <clears throat> so you like if you grew up in an apartment, you lived in an apartment all your life, and third ward. I mean, I still think you still have that claim. Because again, it's the aesthetic. It's not, you know, what you own. It's not, oh, here's my family home. It's like your stomping ground. Like, where did you... What, what about, yeah, what, what about sports fans? Like, you know, someone who's from Mississippi is a fan of, of the Lakers or something. You know? Yeah, yeah sports is a, is a yeah, huge a thing. Whole, yeah. I thought yeah. I'd bring that up as well. Yes. Yeah. Yes. This We are the bandwagon of the, you know, this country is full of bandwagons. Yeah. <laughs> full of bandwagons. Full of them. I know. Um, yeah, growing up, my father hated the Oilers because it was the Oilers back then. Hated the Oilers. We were like a, a Pittsburgh Steelers fan. You know, that's that was his team. Hey, I like him. I'm a Steelers fan. And they indoctrinate the whole family like that. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I did not like the book, Ohio State Buckeyes. And I didn't like them because everybody liked them and everybody made them like so godlike right you couldn't do anything you had to wear red on saturday you had to and that just was too it was just too weird for me um i didn't like the Bengals because they were trash <laughs> and they've always been trash since i've all since i've ever known um to be in life but i've had family members uh, who like the Browns and the Bengals because that's what they grew up on. They've lived for 30 years, both teams, like, losing teams, right? <clears throat> um, so, yeah, I, I never really got into, like, the the, the, the sports. And, it, and then once I found out that the teams don't have players from that state, yeah, then I was like, well, what are we we're really rooting for? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a whole other discussion that we can have another time about, like, what are people actually fans of? Are they fans of the brand? Are they fans of the owner? Are they fans of the players? Like, <laughs> those manager? players change. Like, what is it that you're actually what following? Fans of? Yeah, I, I don't, that is a good question. I don't know because, yeah, once I realized, and I, I think it happened in baseball because I kept hearing a lot of the Latin names growing up. I kept going, this person, I've never met a guy from Cincinnati with that name or I've never met somebody you know, where all these players come from, and you, re- and you learn where they're born, and you're like, okay, this is a franchise, and we're just going out, getting drunk, fighting people over <laughs> brands. It'd be like fighting somebody for, who, who loves Gap versus fighting somebody who loves Polo, right? It's like, like we, we just obsess over, t- like, being a part of something. We cut to, we, we cut, cut to, oh. oh, go for it, go for it. <laughs> no, we cut <laughs> We, we cut to the uh, to the bathroom at the Huggables Diaper Company. That's right, John. Put this war paint on. Mm. As we going in, these people over at Absorbable Me think that they're going to take our throne. We own this diaper thing. <clears throat> Charge of diapers for the whole United States of America. Let's go. Oh. Let's go. You know, you know I mean, I've, I've been thinking about it. I... We've been having pep rallies at work, and I just think they just have nothing to do with the work. I mean, I'm, I'm an engineer. 
I'm not supposed to be going out in a rally fighting another company that makes diapers? Come on. Are you serious, man? Are you serious? That's Who did you? You think it was because of your, your business sense and your work ethic? No. You played football in high school, man. We you know you know what to do. You played you, you, football in college, man. We know you know what to do. Is that why y'all didn't ask me about my academic resume? Exactly. You kept asking me how many times I tackle people and was my hardest hit in my interview? Oh my yeah, God. we'd already got the films before you got here, and we looked at them. I, and we were I like, knew that was so yeah. weird. I knew it was weird. Look, a whole business comes down to war, man. You think all of this is fought on the stock market, on the stock exchange? You think that's where businesses fight? No, it's behind this building in the parking lot. Once all the cars leave, we run lines, man, and we make it look like a football field. So we are fighting. The other diaper team today, well, you know, football fight, but we need you. We got to John at uh, in HR. And John, uh, the reason we called you in today is uh, your numbers are pretty low. Um, numbers are pretty low? Yeah. yeah I mean, not your like, you know, pr production, work production numbers, but um, your fight numbers. You haven't been in many fights um, defending the, the honor of the company. Oh, well, <clears throat> I know I was just trying to get these projects done on time. And uh -huh. I, 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 you know, I saw the company go out there and, and I just thought, why, why are we fighting? Why don't we just make better products? Better products will sell and people are not going to buy the worst product. You know, why can we just hey, focus you know, on that? If we knock more of them out than they knock of us out, people are going to see that and recognize that we are the superior brand. That's okay. Right. That's right. Exactly. And it, yeah. as you know, all business comes down to war. That's why yeah. we're really here. We're building an army. And this is an army where we're all going to be wearing the Huggable brand. And we're all going to take out our enemies. Are you wearing your Huggable just, brand right now? I'm, I mean, I'm wearing Are you wearing brand. I'm can wearing we see it. it? Can we see it? Do we can the whole company see it? Everyone get in here. Everyone get in here. Yeah, Everyone get in here. Go ahead and pop those pants off, John. Okay, I didn't go home last night. <laughs> so it is kind of full. Why didn't you go home last night, John? You knew we had a, a battle today. Mm -hmm. I didn't go home last night because um, I didn't want my family seeing me with my diaper on. I just, slept in, the, I just slept in the car. Why would you be ashamed of that? This is why we're here. We're telling the whole world to yeah. wear these diapers. Are you? Just, I don't know, guys. I, I, I thought I was working here because you love me and my talent. Not because I used to get the hardest hitting awards or the toughest man awards in college. Not because I broke people's legs or knocked out people's teeth, or had the most concussions in the game award. I thought you liked me because I was me, a kid from Louisiana. Go Tigers. <laughs>
um, no, that's that's not what we liked her at all. It was just for your your mean, hard hitting uh, reputation. We we cut to John interviewing at uh, Absorbable Me. <laughs> so, changing sides, huh? That is uh, we're actually okay with that over here at Absorbable Absorbable Me. We'll absorb you right on in. Thank you, thank you. Yes, um, you know, I, I just had a hard time with the management over there. They were on to some um, fight club kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I just want to get into making products. You know? Oh, yeah, they're real primal over there. We we actually care about our employees here. We care about who you are. We care about what you care about. Okay, and that's good. Um, that's good. we're going to be bringing in another employee here. You're just going to be holding his hand the whole time? Yeah, that, I was wondering, uh, is this him? Is this the new yeah, guy? Yeah. Hey. Hey. And we're, I'm going to go. Hands. Yeah, both hands. Yeah, both hands. Uh-huh. Yeah, just hold them as much as possible. It's a great way to pass positive energy. And we're going to be uh, printing up another 1,000 business cards with everybody's name on it. <laughs> we, uh, we, were, we were acquired by Halliburton. So. <laughs> I got it. Got it. Just hold so, uh, I'm holding them. Yeah, I'm holding them. I'm looking at Hey, what's uh, up? I'm your company assigned dog. <laughs> oh. Yeah. We, so so we, we, got a, we got help support dogs here? Oh, yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. The, the company assigns a dog to every employee. Um, from all over. Dog. Yeah. Okay. Um, this one has one eye. Yeah, don't don't do. say that to him. Don't, don't say yeah. that to him. Um, how do you feel about living in Midtown? and scene (laughs) and that is the can't tell us nothing show everybody thank you for listening thank you can't tell us nothing uh if you want to know where to find out more about what we do check us out on c-ton improv all your favorite places the c-ton improv on facebook on twitter on instagram on youtube all those places c-tonimprov.com even uh you also find us on mockingbird network and every Wednesday at 7 on 92KLZ. Uh, and yeah, download our podcast, check out our videos, like, subscribe, all that good stuff. Drop us a line. Tell us what you like about the show. Yeah. And uh, for Tandy, for Michi, for John, for myself, Antoine, that's the Kim Tells Nothing show. We are out. Peace.